Warning, this podcast is rated not safe for work for profanity, sexual innuendo, and general silliness. Welcome, witches, to this week's episode of the Macabre Academy. Now, we are still on Zoom meetings because we are practicing social distancing, which the fuckers at Giant Eagle today decided not to do. <laughs> I'm, no, fuck this guy. I went to go buy jam. I went to go buy jams and jellies. And this guy could not wait for me to find the jam or jelly that I wanted and pushed me and Dex like out of the way because he did not want to keep six feet from us. I would have hit him. Yeah, I'm a little mad. I wanted my jams and my jellies. But we are practicing social distancing, which means on Patreon, we're going to put a video up. So, so far, we're going to have three videos of three episodes. We have two Patreons, ladies, two, finally. So a shout out to Sean and a shout out to Cheryl. So we have two Patreons. Thank you, guys. We're going to make this better. Now, I've rambled long enough. Are you girls, you uh, have a libation on hand? Are you ready? Yes. No, right. I'm still drunk from earlier. Well, I'm not. So are you drinking water, Dex? What do you got? I just finished my water. Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> Am I, I the only coffee. one drinking? No. I'm, Probably. I was drinking earlier. Wow, losers. You know what? I'll, for our next recording, I'll, I'll grab some booze because I should be sobered up by then. Oh, perfect. All right. So this is a Brandy-centric episode. We've been waiting for this. I'm so excited. We're so excited to have Brandy present. I think you guys are a little bit too excited. I'm not going to lie to you. No. like, I'm a hot mess express. And, like, y'all are going to learn now. A hot mess express. I like that. I do, too. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Ready? Ready. Yep. She's all yours. Okay. So today we're going to talk about the radium girls. So let me just start off. The U.S. is fucked. Like we're idiots. (laughs) We're morons. And we let people do stupid things. Okay. You sound surprised. (laughs) I'm not. Like we just saw protesters about this goddamn COVID shit. And let me tell you, back in the 1800s, we weren't any smarter. Okay. Okay. So we have to start off with what is radium? It's a chemical element found by Marie Curie and her husband, Pierre Curie. But like, we don't really care about him because like, fuck him. We just care about the wife. So they found it when they noticed that the unrefined pitch blade is more radioactive than the uranium that gets separated for it. So that means that there has to be more than one radioactive element inside the pitch blade. That's when they found radium. So to separate radium from uranium takes a lot. For every one ton of uranium, there's only about 0.14 grams of radium. So not a lot. And today we don't sell radium just as radium anymore. We only sell it as radium chloride or radium bromide. It's never as the pure metal. I'm sure there's a reason for that. Yeah, because it's fucking toxic and it will kill you. And we're morons and let this happen. Hello, the U.S. Fuck us. So anyway. I mean, we do have some like ancient ass containers that have like nuclear material in them. And they're starting to leak because 
we don't need to take care of that shit. <laughs> no, it's fine. Like, it's not going to fine. Me. It'll be fine. Don't worry. Are we the only country with the Tide Pod people? <laughs> probably, because we're dumb fucks. I was going to say probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, in 1916, factories were opened to paint watch faces with glow-in-the-dark paint. Guess what was in the fucking paint? Radium. Radium. Guess why it glue in the dark? Because it's fucking toxic and it'll kill you. Wait, is glue a word? I mean, it... it, Glue? It glowed in the dark. Oh, everybody froze. I lost everybody. Do you see me now? No, yeah, there you go. You're good. Okay, cool. Great. So, one of the first factories that opened was in New Jersey. First of all, fuck New Jersey. Anyway... The girls wanted to work in these factories because they were paid well and the job was glamorized. They would basically go in in their ball gowns and in their evening dresses. And anytime the paint was mixed or anytime the dust was in the air, their dresses would fucking glow in the dark. So like fucking dope, right? Except you're poisoning yourselves. Good job. Thank you. So (laughs) basically to get the brushes to the point where they could paint inside the teeny, teeny, tiny watch faces, they would have to lip point, which means they would dip their brushes into the paint and then they would stick it between their lips and they would twirl it until the brush was on a super teeny, tiny point. While doing this, they ingested all of the radium. Fucking stupid. So stupid. So, (laughs) yeah. But what is even better... At the time, radium was used to cure cancer. No, no. No, no. But yes, that's what it was. So obviously, if something is used to cure cancer, then it has to be good for you, right? No. Mm, Stupid. Anyway, (laughs) it was added to almost everything from toothpaste to cosmetics to foods and drinks. So these bitches and the fucking U.S. was putting this shit in everything. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> who thought this was a good idea? It's it's party time. Men. That's who. <laughs> I mean, it's not the first time. They're fucking stupid. Like, the long history, like, the long history of, like, makeup and, like, products for women and for the home is just like this long change of like oh let's put arsenic in things and let's just put all this dangerous shit to make you look pretty or here let's do these dangerous things to make your home life easier because you need to be a bitch in the kitchen yeah no fuck that but then doctors advocate smoking cigarettes at one point like it was good for you yeah that was probably too was they're all idiots i mean anyway (laughs) a thing my favorite was the one <laughs> I can't I can't listen shut the fuck up Justine <laughs> you did that on purpose I didn't I just always tell you to shut the fuck up and I don't care <laughs> anyway the one product was called Radia Thor and it was basically just distilled water with radium dissolved in it you know what it, What this company said that it would do? Hmm. 
it said it would cure the living dead. What? Like zombies? Like if you looked like you were dead or dying because like maybe you had radium poisoning. I don't know. Let's just add more and it'll make you look pretty. Because that's all that matters is you have to look pretty. I can't believe they I mean, marketed an anti-zombie cure. Yeah. More toxin. Basically. So they said that the product... That doesn't surprise me. ...would tackle things like arthritis and gout. So me putting radioactive chemicals and water on my face is going to cure my arthritis? Maybe I should try this. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I got I got carpal tunnel. I'll try like anything to have right? like, work for cake decorating. <laughs> honestly, okay. So, the author of Strange Glow: The Story of Radiation said that people knew that radioactivity released energy, and they didn't see how adding some energy to their bodies could possibly be harmful. So, like, no, it's not okay. No, no, no. <laughs> So the radiation from the radium killed its victims so slowly, and that's why no one noticed people dying for so long. Basically, the radium behaves like calcium, and our bones are made out of calcium. The body incorporates the radium into the bones, and that causes bone necrosis. Giant word just means death. Did the bones glow in the dark? Like, Yes, actually. So like, listen, I was getting to this later. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. We'll get to it. But it's fucking bomb. So, (laughs) (laughs) listen, all of the bone cancers um, were related to bone necrosis from all the radium that people were ingesting. And there's actually a disease known as radium jaw, which basically meant that your jaw was disintegrating and doctors and dentists could literally go in and just pull your jaw out because it was that dead and disgusting. I have dreams about that. I literally have nightmares where I'm pulling my teeth and my jaw out of its socket. Uh-huh. So like that happened. Oh, for reals. For That's reals. a real thing. I didn't know that was a real thing. Like I just thought that was like mm-hmm. a nightmare brain thing. No. So it happens whenever you ingest too much radium. So like, <sighs> I wonder if I died yeah. in the past life from radium poisoning. Is that why I'm dreaming well, you about might that? Have. Ooh. Um, hold on. Wait, there's a whole bunch of things. So All of these girls that worked in these factories were younger women. Basically, 1920s, women wanted to be on their own, wanted to be independent, wanted to be like, I can have a job. It's fine. Like, I can run my house. So it was younger women wanting to earn money. Job paid well, glamorous job. So they did it. Basically, the managers of the businesses were constantly lying to the girls that worked for them. Big surprise. Did they know that girls who worked for them for a certain period of time started to drop dead? Yes. So they knew this. They knew this and they did not care. They lied about it to these girls. The managers knew that if they told the girls about any of the risks, that they would quit and their businesses would be killed. So wait, wait, wait. wait. So they're like, okay, so like I'm dying of radium poisoning. I go to the hospital and the doc figures out that I'm dying of radium poisoning and I worked at a radium factory. They didn't like, publicly announced nope oh that was hush money paid like this feels like a mob thing it's worse no like that's just how it was back then nobody gave a shit i'm gonna get into the girl stories and all of the girls that have died i have a whole list of girls oh okay it's a whole big old thing and these men were fuckers and they just didn't care about these girls because why would we care they're just young women like they're not useless they're not useful anyway 
I feel like this is worse than a serial killer because they're killing women for profit. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Well, allowing to die. <laughs> like, let's be real. Like, lambs for slaughter. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Companies today could be doing the same thing. They are doing the same thing. We're all essential exactly. workers. We're, yeah. we're lambs for the slaughter. Yeah, I was going to say. Um... <laughs> exactly. So it's the good of the many versus the good of the few. And who's more important here? The big businessmen or the little lonely women? Gotta make that money. In the 1920s, the world was becoming aware that radium was super dangerous. Even then, the girls were being told that if anything, the radium was making them healthier. Even if they weren't putting the radium into their mouths, it was still affecting them. So, well, they're breathing that, right? Exactly. So, when the paint was mixed together, it would fill the air with the radioactive dust. And then the girls would get this dust all over their bodies, all over their dresses. And then they would wear their dresses out and wear their dresses home because it looks pretty. Some of the girls actually painted their faces with the radium paint. So, they would paint their lips so their lips would glow and their eyelids and their nails. Because who doesn't want glow-in-the-dark makeup? Like, I still fucking want that. I'm flashing back to, like, the 90s because I had glow-in-the-dark, like, you know what I mean? At Halloween, you could get the Uh nail polish or the the lip balm, that glue-in-the-dark glue. See, now I did it. (laughs) Glowed-in-the-dark. So, like, it's a thing. And, like, we all still would do that today, but we know that it can't do it. I have glow-in-the-dark nail polish. And I'm sure there's not radium in it. So... The first woman to die was named Molly McGee. She was 22, and they fucked this girl over hard. So her death certificate actually said that her cause of death was syphilis. Oh, mm-hmm. bullshit. And thank you. Even though the doctors knew it was a lie. That's like slating her as a whore. Yeah, especially in the 20s. Right, because these girls were breaking away from tradition. Exactly. Because they wanted to earn a living and wanted to become independent women. So she died. Well, make an example out of her. Basically, fuck this bitch. So she died from radium jaw. Her lower jawbone became so brittle that they literally pulled it out of her mouth. Oh, you gotta stop saying that. I know. (laughs) I know. The jawbone disease destroys the bone and basically the radium drills holes into your jaw while you're still alive it's disgusting and it's god awful i mean i have visuals of this from my from my dreaming so this is making it so much worse for me because i can sympathize exactly and this woman died of that and the doctor said oh yeah that's just signs of syphilis don't worry like she's totally fine like are you stupid what the fuck so then it finally took another girl getting sick to file a lawsuit. Her name was Grace Fryer. She filed her lawsuit in 1925, but it took over two years to find a lawyer willing to take on her case, which is ridiculous. Did they not take her seriously because she was like a woman or? Yeah. And because of the years and because she's coming forward with all this information, but the doctors are still saying, no, this other girl died from syphilis. It has nothing to do with the radium. The managers are saying, hey, it's totally safe to do this. So who are they going to believe, the men or the women? Obviously the men. So finally, they found a lawyer, and the suit took place in 1927. Four other workers joined her suit, and the girls won. 
it became a milestone in the occupational hazard laws and the lip pointing was stopped. The workers were given PPE, but it really didn't change anything. Wait, I don't think all of our listeners know what PPE stands for. Personal protective equipment. So the lawsuit was won, but the company took two more years to take any action to protect the workers. So from 1925 to 1927, nothing was done. From 1927 to 1929, nothing was done because it took them two years to get all the supplies and things that they needed to provide their workers, which is just bullshit. So then the companies decided to hire independent investigators only when their businesses declined. So basically, they didn't care that these girls were dying. They didn't care that their workers were getting sick. They only cared when the workers weren't able to paint as many watches and they weren't allowed, able to get all as many sales as they wanted. That's when the businesses decided, oh, hey, we should look into this because they're giant assholes just like big companies are today. Hmm. So eventually, more and more women got sick and started to sue the factories. And just like the assholes they are, the companies appealed a ton of times. But in 1939, the Supreme Court rejected the last appeal and all of the survivors received compensation. So all of the women that had survived this got paid. I'm sure it wasn't a lot. I couldn't find a number, but they got paid. And then the women that had already died got their death certificates corrected to tell the right cause of death. So some justice was given, but not enough. The Food and Drug Administration banned the deceptive packaging of radium-based products, and the radium paint was phased out and hasn't been used since 1968. So that means that if you have a watch from before 1968, you probably have radium in it, which is like super cool. Does that affect you at all to wear just a little bit on your wrist? I don't think so because it's not touching you because it's underneath the glass and in between the glass and the metal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's okay. There's no real way to tell exactly how many men and women suffered and died from ingesting radium because, like I said, it was used in household products. It was used in the watches. It was used in paint for people's houses, makeup, literally everything, toothpaste, because it made your teeth whiter because they would glow in the dark. (laughs) So I can't. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Wait, wait. So you said from 1920s, this was used all the way into 1968? That's like 48 years. It's almost like a 50-year span. Yep. So they phased it out of the food and drugs before they phased it out of like cosmetic kind of stuff. Because once again, women are using the cosmetics. Who really cares? And I mean, big companies just didn't really care. Have you ever seen the... um there was like a, a, a YouTube docuseries on uh, Queen Elizabeth and apparently, right, like the, 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 the fashion was to have very white face. Mm-hmm. So they had used a lead concoction yeah. and then she had to keep wearing more and more because her skin was like rotting. Yep. Um, and Necrosis. then she had to put <laughs> Necrosis. Yeah. So they had to keep, she had to keep putting more and more of this lead paint or, you know, lead paint on her face to cover mm-hmm. up this, the lead damage to her face. Yep. And it was like a deadly cycle. And so these women with the radium are doing almost the same thing. Yep. Exactly. 
So we've been doing this to ourselves. Yeah, basically. Oh my God, you guys, life has changed drastically for all of us. Everyone's stuck inside, many with kids or pet underfoot, and the uncertainty of each and every day can cause stress beyond reason. So let's take some time to be kind and treat yourself, especially to some happy adult fun time. If you're looking for a book that draws you in and gets your blood stirring, I would like to call your attention to Strands of Solace, rewoven by Cheryl Sukachek. For all of you nerdy witches out there, this story unfolds with the classic feel of a Dungeons & Dragons campaign, an epic quest to recover a magic sword in a vibrant new world brought to you by a truly gifted author. Enjoy memorable characters with complex relationships and some scorching scenes that make it an adult playground. You might need to take a shower to cool down, or can you take the heat? Find this sultry tale only on Amazon and Amazon Kindle now. Like so for years, I don't I don't know exactly the time frame, but for years you could order diet pills from uh-huh. over in Asia. Tapeworm bitches. Exactly. I mean like people don't realize what we're putting into our bodies and with how shady companies can be with their ingredients. It's just, and like who reads ingredients on makeup? Cause like, I don't read the ingredients on my, shut up, Justine. Cause you're allergic to like everything. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, I let's... am not. I'm allergic to nickel. One fucking thing. Look, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to time out real hard right here about the shut up Justine, because this is a beautiful <laughs> opportunity. So last time, in, in our last episode of, uh, no, the episode before last, it was... Five. Episode five. Episode five. Brandy kept saying, shut the fuck up, Justine. And our producers found an EVP on Brandy's freaking mic. So sound maiden... Which is right here, and I'm not okay with that. Yeah, it's right so here. We need sound maiden... Please, please, Rachel, can you please put the EVP in, like, right about here? Shut the fuck up, Justine. And then at first we thought, like, that was Brandy whispering, and then when we played it for Brandy, she lost her her shit. I was not okay. Yeah. There's another one, too. I don't know if she can bring the levels up and play it here, too. It sounds made up. But now I'm like anxious every time you say, shut up, Justine, that this ghost <laughs> in your apartment that you're moving out of is gonna like come back around. I moved seats, so like let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not okay with this. Yeah, we'll put it, we'll put up the exclusive sound on the Patreon so you can try to figure out what they're saying. Uh we're not gonna say what right now, but we'll have that discussion on Patreon. Yes. All right. Because I'm, I'm not okay with this. Yeah. So anyway. every time you say, shut up, just shut the fuck up, Justine. <laughs>
<laughs> every time. And I say it a lot. Like, I'm you, sorry. You do. It's like our new catchphrase. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, Justine. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, please so continue. Basically, you can't tell how many people died because not all the women were affected. And so, like, if your immune system was healthier, you weren't as affected. If your body wasn't as, like, if you weren't, what is the word I want? Exposed. If you weren't exposed to it as often, you weren't as affected. So a lot of the women were killed because they developed cancers. And the cancers could have been related to either the radium or the genetics of the women. So it's really hard to tell. Because, I mean, if Justine or Steph, if you developed, like, some bone cancer and you happened to work in the factory, you don't know if it's your genetics or if it's the factory. Because one of you could get it from the factory, one of you could get it because of your genetics, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was difficult. So because the radium has a life, a half-life of 1,600 years, all of the women who ingested it, or even the ones that used it in makeup, are still considered radioactive today. No shit. Uh-huh. So if you go to the grave sites of these women, those graves are still radioactive. Those bones are still radioactive. Can you like pick them up on meters and shit? I'm sure you can, because that's oh. how they figured out that these people became radioactive. The one um what's it called? The one scientist decided that one of these women died and she was so sick and like decomposing so fast as she was dying in the hospital they had her cremated and he picked up her ashes with a radioactivity thing with a meter like it went over and it was insane so you can't destroy it by fire it can't cleanse no you cannot because it has a half-life of 1600 years it will stay in your body for that long at least which is insane so the women's legacy lives through the ripples that their deaths created in changing the labor laws and through the scientific understanding that we got from studying the girls. During the 1950s, a lot of the women agreed to be studied by scientists, sometimes with extremely extrusive examinations because they had been exposed so long and because they were fucking badasses who just wanted to help the world understand the repercussions of using radiation. So the one author, Moore, accredits almost everything that we know about radiation today to these women. They unknowingly stepped up and became lab rats so the world could know and hopefully help the future generations. These women were put into this situation. They didn't ask for it, but they stepped up and they helped us learn. So now we know that radiation is bad. Even though it can help kill cancer cells, that doesn't make it good. Because like chemo kills cancer cells. Would you ingest chemo to make yourself feel better on a daily basis? No. No, because you know like, it's bad for you. It destroys your your part of your body to fix part of your body. It's destroying the cancer, exactly. but it's destroying other parts of you. Exactly. You don't, you don't get radi or can't chemo treatments for fun. Exactly. And this is basically the same thing where the women helped us learn that you shouldn't just use radiation because hey, it might be good for one thing, but it's gonna fucking kill you. Good luck. So we're going to go into the women now. A lot of them were sisters or best friends because the job did pay really well. And it was so glamorized that these girls would often say, hey, you're my really good friend. Come do this job with me. It's fun. You get paid well and you get to glow in the dark. How much fun is that? 
Because, like, fuck yeah, I would do it. You get to work with your best friend and you glow in the dark? Yes. And, like, same with sisters. So, I'm going to butcher names. And I'm sorry because I'm trash. (laughs) (laughs) So, the first woman's name is May Keenan. She died at 107 in 2014. She was the one of the longest living girls. She was hired in 1924 at a factory in Waterbury, Connecticut. She didn't last very long because when she was taught to lip point, she said the paint had a gritty texture and it tasted awful. So she decided, I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to lip point. Well, yeah, it's paint. We teach children not to eat paint. Right, but this is how the girls were taught how to do it. So her saying, I'm not doing this, actually ended up saving her life. What was Um, her technique then? She only lasted like five days. Okay. She was like, I'm not doing that and couldn't figure it out. So she only lasted like five days. So even in those five days, she ended up having extremely bad health. So she had really bad teeth. She had migraines. And she survived cancer twice. So we, once again, we don't know if this was her genetics or if this was because of the radium. I want to say it's from the radium. So she was paid about five cents for every watch face that she painted. That doesn't sound like a lot, but in the 20s, I'm sure it was. And if you could paint 30 or 40 watches a day, you're making good money. The next one is Catherine Schwab. And she was one of the four girls in the original lawsuit. She started working in the factory at age 14 in 1917. We don't know when she died or how old she was. That's all they told us about her. Grace Fryer was in the lawsuit as well. And then Molly McGee was in the lawsuit. She died at the age of 37 in 1940. She was the first woman to die on 9-12-1922 and the way she died is actually extremely disgusting. So you're going to tell us, right? Of course. So like not <laughs> only did her jaw come out of her mouth, <clears throat> but the necrosis ate through her carotid artery and she drowned in her own blood with her rotting mouth. Gnarly. <laughs> right? Like that's bad. Like you had a bad life. Oh, and that's the girl that they said had syphilis. Fuck those people. Syphilis does not cause that. I'm sorry. Like, that's not right. No. So then, and this is sad. So Molly, Quinta, and Albina were all sisters. There were three sisters that worked in this factory. So Quinta Magia McDonald was Molly's older sister. And she was in the lawsuit as well. And then Albina Magia Laris was their youngest sister. Then there was Edna Husman, and she was in the lawsuit as well. Eleanor, her name shortened was Ella Eckert. She painted 250 to 300 dials a day. Damn, woman. Yeah. And she was the first to die from the rare bone cancers that this caused. Her death certificate stated that she died from shock from an operation for the cancer. Bullshit. Sarah Carlo Malifer, and she only stopped working in the factories when her older sister, Marguerite, filed a lawsuit against the factory. She was the first of the girls to ever be tested for radium poisoning and autopsied. 
she was the one that after she was cremated, they scanned her ashes and found out that she was still radioactive. Catherine Wolf Donahue and Charlotte Nevins Purcell were both teenagers working in these factories, trying to help their families because their fathers were either dead or gone somewhere. So they're trying to make a living to help their younger children, which is just ridiculous. Marie Ellen Cruz and her family filed the first lawsuit on behalf of the first dead dial painter, and they won. They got her death certificate changed. Marie Becker worked in the factories for over seven years. And then Margaret Peg Looney started working in the factories at 17, and she died when she was 24. So that wasn't a very long time. It's not right. Inez Corcoran Valet died at 29. And then Francis, oh, I'm fucking this name up. I'm sorry. Galaksinski O'Connor and Marguerite Galasinski were sisters. And Francis got Marguerite the job and she died soon after. And then the last girl that I have a name for was Pearl Painter. So these girls were tortured basically by these big companies. And the companies didn't care because they were still making money. Are these companies still in like existence today? Did they like survive these lawsuits? I don't think so. I have the name of the companies here, at least one of them. I was going to say, if they're still making watches, I'm not buying one. <laughs> <laughs> right? The one was the United Radium Corporation. Oh, it was in their so name. Probably not around. <laughs> yeah, definitely not around. But yeah, it was in their name because radium was good for you. So they weren't afraid to hide it. No one was afraid to hide that radium was in the things because everyone thought it was okay. And these girls were basically just eaten alive and no one cared. Do you see why I wanted to tell you about this now? Oh, yes. This one's a rough one for me. I know. But I mean, like, I've watched these videos on YouTube, not Mm -hmm. specifically about this, but along the same kind of line where for like the early 20s and 30s and 40s and like even into the 50s, 60s and 70s, like, all these new modern makeups and and household inventions to to try and help women like even like you know early stoves and stuff like were highly dangerous because they would use different like chemicals and mechanisms and just different things that it's like that's dangerous as hell why would you do that but back then that was the up and coming technology Exactly. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And like, I think that's why it's so important. Like, even though I don't look at my makeup, because like, whatever, if I die, I die. But like, we need to know what we're putting into our bodies. We need to know that this can still happen. Well, I think there's a big controversy right now with a lot of the um, herbal supplements, Mm-hmm. because there's no way to actually like, verify the amounts or the quality of the thing that they're putting in the herbal supplement. So a lot of doctors actually like um, ask people to abstain from those things, which is crazy in and of itself. Cause it's like my favorite thing is herbal mm-hmm. supplements. Like I rather take white willow bark than aspirin, but then again, right. I don't know. I mean, I think I know what I'm putting in my body. So there's like an illusion of safety there. But if you look at the meat leading 
medical experts, they're telling you like, you don't really know. They're not regulated. A lot of things aren't FDA approved. And if it doesn't have like the FDA approval, they don't have to tell you what's in it. If it's not like certified, they don't have to give you the information, which is just ridiculous because you need to know what you're putting in your body. That's all I got for you guys. Well done. Well, that's that's it. That's all. We're proud of Brandy. We love Brandy. I mean, okay. You found a way to just shit on men for the last 30 minutes. Yes. <laughs> like, fuck these guys. We're stupid. You managed to call America <laughs> stupid for 30 minutes. I, <laughs> I mean, I've been calling all of America stupid since this whole pandemic broke out. But other than that, true. <laughs> Stay oh the fuck God. home and wash your goddamn hands. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the next Brandy episode. Brandy's hopping in on more episodes coming up. So it's like, getting- don't worry. I've got murderers. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil the surprise for your murderer. Okay. I think. We oh no. Cause one it's is so a- good. I know it needs to be a surprise. So like, <laughs> you have to just like stay tuned for that. Um, but okay, so great opportunity for our weekly phobia, Dexter. Yes. Um, so without knowing what this was about, I just know it involved makeup. So I decided that this week's phobia would be fuck these words, okay? <laughs> They're your words. No, excuse me. I did not name these phobias. Thank you. <laughs> You're like, I, I just invoked them. I didn't name them. Yeah, exactly. Um, cacophobia. C-A-C-O-phobia. Is it caco? Maybe. It's a fear of ugliness. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> it's not, but I was like, Makeup, ugly. I'll make that connection work somehow. <laughs> no, but that's that's such a good connection because these it women is. were using these products to enhance because they were afraid of mm-hmm. like isn't that what we do? That was like kind of my thing. But then I'm like, well, not all women put on makeup for beauty. And I don't feel like you should put makeup on specifically for beauty purposes but a lot of women do choose to put on makeup because that's what's fashionable that's what makes them seem more attractive that way they don't have this fear of being ugly and being rejected so I was like it works I mean like I'm still a fear of being ugly when I have makeup on let's be real (laughs) some days I'm just like oh that's not a good look well like let's fuck it okay weirdly enough not that anybody on the internet can see it unless they're a patreon but we all put on makeup for our zoom meeting we really do we did our first one we were all wearing makeup and this time we are (laughs) listen i don't have eyebrows if i don't put them on those are fake whereas i'm the polar opposite and i have like the nice natural eyebrow that I used to hate. Now I'm like, ha, bitches, paint my eyebrows on. <laughs> my hair is naturally blonde. Okay, like this is not my natural color, and I don't have eyelashes or eyebrows. It's fine, but at the same time, I don't have to shave my legs as often because I don't have a lot of leg hair. Oh, I understand. <laughs> it's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> well, that that being said, 
let's get a uh, a random number going uh, for our non-offensive dare. Now, I'm a little upset because we have yet to complete one of our own dares, so yet nobody has done our dares. So we, we got to make a pledge, guys. Whatever this dare is, we got to do it. Okay, my darling witches, it's time for your weekly non-offensive dare. You must be a Patreon to participate so you can earn points for your house. Each month, the house with the most points gets to vote on weekly non-offensive dares, topics of future episodes, and so much more. Each week, once you've gotten your dare, you must safely and creatively complete a post on social media so that we can see that you've done the task. You can tag us at Twitter at Macabre Academy, or you can tag us on Instagram at The Macabre Academy, and you must include a hashtag with your house name to obtain the points. The world is a fucked up place. These dares are designed to bring silliness and random acts of kindness into the world. You must safely complete your dare. If you are unsafe, your points will not be counted. You can also earn additional points for your house by being the first to submit episode corrections to us at themacabacademy at gmail.com. Also, if we use your ideas or stories in a future episode, more points may be awarded. Let's return to the podcast to see what your weekly non-offensive dare will be. Okay, so I would like a number over 20 I'm this in. time, between 20 and 100. 98. <laughs> oh, no, I don't like that number anymore. Never mind, I'm changing it. Too late. <laughs> Paint your face like your house animal. You guys. Oh my God, this is going to be great. I can't paint my face. We have to do it because I'm a turtle because I'm House Barnum and Dex is House Crowley. So she has to be a fucking goat and you've got to be and a bird. Aries. <laughs> It'll be beautiful. And I've got a big ass nose. This will work. Never mind. My nose is already there. We're doing this. We got to. We're doing this. Will one of you paint it for me? No. No, you have to paint your own face. It's part of the non-offensive dare. Fuck you. I'm daring you to paint your face like a bird. You're a raven, damn it. Be proud of it. I don't have art skills, but okay, we're in. Let's go. That's a wrap, guys. Woo! Perfect. All right, witches. Well, we hope you have a fantastic week. And next Macabre Monday, we will be taking a deep, deep dive, because I'm a long-winded witch, into Mangala. Yeah. It's okay. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Yes. I'm so excited for that one, because I'm fucked up. All right. So read your labels this week on 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 your shit, and you have a good one. Bye, witches. Bye. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Nerdy Witch in partnership with Sound Maiden. We want to thank all of our wonderful Patreons. For updates, please follow the Macabre Academy on Facebook. Remember to like, share, and listen exclusively on Buzzsprout soon will be available wherever you listen to podcasts.